0: Welcome to Mama T with True Crime. Today, I'm going to bring you guys a true crime story that's going to blow your mind because it blew mine. I'm going to call this one, Which Husband? You guys figure out what this title means if you guys get at the end of this story. So let's just start off by saying there is this family that moved from New Orleans because of the Hurricane Katrina. So it's around that era, 2005, you know, and um, they moved to Mississippi. So the main characters in this story is James Rain. And he was a army veteran um, who came back from Iraq and he had some um, issues Like his family could tell, like he still was trying to show his happy spirit, but they still can tell that he was kind of paranoid when he came back. But the thing that helped him was he uh, was friends with another man that was in the army. His name was Pastor Ernest Smith. So Pastor Ernest Smith had a wife. Her name was Irma and behind the scenes, James And Irma was having an affair. And James' brother, Enoch, found out because he walked up on them kissing at a barbecue that was at Pastor Smith's house. So I'm like, James just don't care if he at his friend's house, you know, all up on his friend's wife at his his friend's house. Hotmess.com. So let's keep going with the story, y'all. So a lot of people see Emma's persona as her being a loving, lively person. Everyone loves her because she's the pastor's wife and she prays for you and she always brings good energy. So, man, um, they live in a small town in Mississippi. So, you know, small towns, even if you live in a city, people talk. So Pastor Smith found out that James and Emma was having an affair. So he calls James and he going off on James, telling him, you can't see my wife. This is my wife. You need to stay away from her. And James tells Pastor Smith, I don't care if that's your wife or not. She mine and I'm still going to see her. So to squash the fighting between James and Pastor Smith, Emma decides that maybe she should move back to New Orleans with her husband so they can just rebuild their relationship and rebuild their properties that they had in New Orleans. They go back to New Orleans. They're only there for like a couple months. And Pastor James goes out with his one of his friends to a bike night. Had a good time. Telling his friends he can't wait to buy, him, buy himself a, a new motorcycle. And that he going to see him, you know, later on. He walks up to his door. He hears a noise behind him. He turns around. He gets shot two times in the chest, y'all. Then he tries to fall into his house to get away from the, the uh, shooter who shot him, and he makes it halfway up the stairs, and he dies. Emma calls 911. She tells the police that the gunshots woke her up out of her sleep. She runs down. She sees her husband on the stairs. She says she cradles him and trying to you know comfort him, even though she knew he was going to pass away. So sad, so sad. No one knows who did it because where they were staying at, it wasn't really any neighbors then because people wasn't really coming back to New Orleans after Katrina happened because, you know, it wasn't really that much to come back to because the town was underwater. So there wasn't any witnesses. So after her husband dies, she moves back to Mississippi, Emma does. When she moves back to Mississippi, she moves in with James. So everybody's already suspecting something's kind of off because Pastor Smith has not been dead that long. So within four months of Pastor Smith being dead, Emma and James move in together James family notices that he is getting, he has nice clothes and new jewelry and James doesn't have a job at this time. So everybody's like, where's all this money coming from? And then Emma was paying for all James things. Supposedly through all the businesses that she had that she said, she owned a beauty salon. She owned like a tax place where you do your taxes, all these different businesses that, that was going on. Then James and Emma runs off and gets married. So his family is already like, okay, her first husband dies suspiciously. You get married to the man that you was having a affair with before you left. So everything is just like, hmm, okay. It ain't seeming right to the James family, but you know, they saying he a grown man. He can do whatever he want. But then more suspicious things start happening. So James asks his brother, Enoch, if he could cash a $25,000 check through his business. So his brother owns, his brother and his uncle own a fencing business, and he came to them asking them can they cash this check? Enoch said, no, he's not cashing a check because he questioned why Emma couldn't cash the check with, through her businesses that she owned. Seemed kind of fishy to me he knew something about Emma wasn't right and she wasn't a good person after, after that incident happened because they trying to make it seem like Enoch was trying to hate on a situation because he didn't want to cash a check. But I don't understand why she couldn't cash it herself, but let's just keep listening along the story. So three years after Pastor Ernest Smith died. James and Emma built this dream house. It was a mansion. It had multiple rooms and all the rooms. It had TVs. They said that she brought all these rugs that cost almost $5,000. And everybody's trying to figure out where all this money came from. Emma also renamed that street to be named Emma Lane. So she also was being very, very, very paranoid. Because she asked James to put all these cameras around. So they had so many cameras in their home. So they had a a whole special security system for the whole whole place. Because if this felt like she was basically not paying people for jobs that they were doing for her. So she felt like people was after her. So she had these security cameras put up. So then um, they asked... They asked um, Uncle William and they asked his brother Enoch, could they also build a fence around the property? So Emma was trying to get over on Enoch and Uncle William because she was like, I don't want to pay them because I don't believe she really has the money to pay them. But she didn't want to pay them. She going to tell James to go down there and tell them that she didn't like the fence and how they put the fence up. Enoch was not having it. He told, told James that if they don't pay them, they will just rip the fence up. So they, they got paid because they needed that fence. But Emma just seemed like this how she be doing business. Very, very shy to me. You know what I'm saying? So then after that happens, Emma called James' mom to ask her to go to the house because James wasn't answering the phone and Emma was out of town at a um, work conference, and she was trying to call him. And she was saying that he's not answering the phone, and that's not like him. She called his mom like, hey, can you go over there and check on him? So James' mom goes into the house through the back door that was open. She's calling James' name. There's no, there's no sound. She's going through all the rooms. She can't find him. She finally goes to their bedroom, and she sees her son dead on the bed with a gunshot wound to the head. She's so distraught that she calls her other son Enoch and she tells him tells him that his brother is dead. So he rushes over to their house. It's supposed to take him 15 minutes to get there. He gets there in five. He beats, but almost beats the police officers there. He walks in, he sees his brother dead. He's distraught. The police tell him that he has to leave. And the policemen know him because he's a fireman, so they like tell him like you can't go in there because this is a crime scene. You don't want to compromise the crime scene. So he goes outside to comfort his mom. He goes outside and calls his um, his uncle to tell him what's going on, and then he finally calls Emma to tell her what's going on. So he says when he calls Emma to tell her that James is dead, she gives out this fake cry, where he knew. That she didn't care that he was dead and he knew that she had something to do with his death. So Enoch tells the police before Emma gets there that there is a security uh, camera system and they should be able to tell who came inside the house, who killed his brother. But come to find out before Emma left for her conference, she turned the cameras off. So the only thing that you see when you turn on the cameras is the day before she leaves. You see her turn the cameras away and the cameras get cut off. So no one knows who came in that house and who left out, who shot James, who didn't. You don't know, because at this point, there's no evidence. There was no gun, anything. So then when they go for the funeral, um, You know, everyone's very shocked and distraught at the funeral because this is not supposed to happen. James is supposed to still be around. He's still young and they just can't believe who will murder their brother. So when Emma arrives to the funeral, she goes up to James mother and tells her, I told him not to talk about our business. She didn't say I'm distraught that my husband is dead she didn't say, I'm sorry that he's not living any of that. She says, I told him not to talk about our business. I wonder what that means. Then she goes up to James's casket and touches the bullet wounds where he was shot at. So the thing about that is the only people that know where James was actually shot at was Enoch, his brother, William, his uncle, and the police officers. No one else knew where he was shot at. So for her to go up to the casket and she's touching each wound and then she's smiling while she's doing it. Very creepy, very disrespectful. So this calls for Enoch and Uncle William to go on an investigation to figure out who killed James. So they wanted to uh, talk to Terry. Terry is Enoch's. And James adopted brother, and Terry is always hanging out with James. Even after he moved into the mansion, he was always at the mansion, matching with James. They were very close. So they like they want to speak to him to know what was going on in James' life because once he got with Emma, he wasn't really socializing with the family. She kind of isolated him away from his immediate family, but she still let him be around Terry. So they want to talk to Terry. They go and talk to Terry, tell him that they need to go on a ride in the car so they can just have a talk or whatever. So when they're on this car ride and they park, Terry breaks down and tells them, they made me do it. So they're like, who made you do what? So come to find out, Emma and James told Terry to kill Pastor Smith which is Emma's first husband. So they're in the car shocked. Enoch and William are shocked to hear what's going on because they had asked James if he had anything to do with Pastor Ernest Smith's death because they knew that they had some beef going on between the affair and everything and their brother told them that he had nothing to do with it. Now James is dead and they find out James and Emma has something to do with pastor Ernest Smith's death. They feel so betrayed. They feel like their brother just lied to them and they just can't figure out why would he do something like this? And so, and so they, um, Tell Terry to go turn himself in to the police, but he doesn't do that. He goes on the run. No one can find him because he doesn't want to turn himself in. He's scared. He's scared that Emma might kill him because um, she's going around killing everyone that's tied to anything that has to do with Ernest's death. So he's on the run from the police and he's on the run from Emma. So then... Someone calls Enoch, which is Jane's brother, a mysterious call to where he can't recognize the voice and just tells him to go check his mailbox and hangs up. So he goes and checks his mailbox and he finds paperwork, which is Pastor Esther Smith's life insurance policy. So he's like wondering, like, why would somebody put this in my mailbox? But let me just keep reading through. He read that there was an insurance policy increase from $100,000 to $800,000 close to the days before Pastor Smith was killed and the beneficiary was a ch- uh, co beneficiary was changed to James Rain, which is James, his brother on the documents. And they realized that the money that James and Emma had was the, insurance, the life insurance money that they got from Pastor Smith dying. So they used the insurance money to buy the mansion. Which is shocking to me that how would her lover name be on her husband's life insurance for him to get some money? That doesn't even go together. But let me keep going. So Enoch and William go to the police in New Orleans because that's where Pastor Smith was killed. And they go to the cold cold case department to talk to Detective Chambers. So they want to talk to, to Detective Chambers because all the cold cases that she was bringing up, she was solving. And she didn't have not one case she wasn't able to solve. So they want to give this to her because they knew that she would have the resources and the diligence to bring Emma down. So they give her, they give her the, um, life insurance policy information. They also tell her the whole story that, uh, how Terry had killed pastor Smith. And so she tells them to go home and try to stay away from Emma and that she's going to do her own research and she's going to call them back down when she's get done doing her research on the case. So she calls them back down. Because everything that they said that Terry said matched the police report to the T. The critical thing that matched was no one knew what type of gun that Pastor Smith was killed with. Only the killer and the police would know what gun it was. And Terry said he shot Pastor Smith with a 9 millimeter gun. So... That's when she knew, okay, they know what they're talking about. they telling the truth. They they not cross their T's and dot their I's. They know what they're talking about. They just need to prove it so they can bring Terry in and that they can bring Emma in so they can both go to jail. So she goes, um, Detective Chambers goes through the witness statement when Emma was um, in, did her statement to when her first husband was killed. Uh, Pastor, T- uh, Pastor Smith. And he was like, and she said when she said she had held him and because, she know, she knew that he was going to die. She looked at the evidence and Emma was wearing an all white outfit that day and she didn't have not one piece of blood on her body. Now, no part of her clothes, no part of her body, nothing. So she didn't even touch her husband. She just basically just looked at him and said, oh, he didn't call 911. So that's cold-blooded. So that just made it seem like, okay, she has something to do with this. And come to find out, she flicked the lights to let Terry know it's okay to come out and shoot her husband because he was walking up to the door. So, they get an arrest warrant to arrest Emma. When they arrested her, at this time, she's already married to her fifth husband. This girl Stakes, can't seem to stay, stay single for nothing. She's already married to her fifth husband. And when she was arrested, they told her she was arre- she was under arrest for murdering her husband. And she said, this is her statement, which husband... So the question is, did she also plan the murder for James too? Okay, let me keep going for y'all. Let me keep going. So come to find out, they convict Terry. They find Terry. They had to do a whole search for him because he was on a run. But once they found him, they convicted him. And uh, Enoch and um, Uncle William, had they testified against Terry. And now he's doing life in prison when Emma went on trial, people were scared to testify against her because they felt like she was going to probably put put, um, a hit out on them to get killed as well. So people didn't want to come forward and testify. But Enoch and William was not scared to testify against her. They testified with no problem. And she is in jail for life as well. And the, the sad thing about it is, even though James was wrong for uh, planning the murder of Pastor Ernest Smith, no one has no evidence on who killed him, um, what what murder weapon was used. They have no clue on who killed, uh, who killed James. And his case still remains open. So, all I got to say is, you guys... This case was crazy because this lady, Emma, she, woo, they, I felt like if they didn't stop her, she would have kept on killing more and more husbands so she can get some more insurance money so she can just keep on with the money rolling in because she didn't care about life. She just wanted, okay, I need to kill this person because I need to get some more money. Kill that husband, I need to get some more money. They can the, talk about a black widow. That is a black widow for real. All I say is, Sometimes when things go wrong and you want to figure out uh, anything that happened to your family, sometimes you got to be your own investigator because Enoch and Uncle William was not giving up. And it was like, this lady going to jail. She might not go to jail for uh, the brother's death, but she still went to jail for her first husband's death. So that's all that matters. She in there, she ain't getting out. So that is my first episode of true crime. I hope you guys enjoy. You can still reach me at Mama T with Facts and T. If you got a crime story that you want me to uh, do some research on and give you guys the information on or what happened uh, reach out to all social media platforms. Also, I got this story off of my sources. Um, it's off of daily secrets and that's on discovery. Plus if you guys want to look up, I got to give credit, you know, that they did get, they did give a good story. Um, but yeah, you want to reach out to me, mama T at gmail.com. Mama T on all social media platforms. Until next time, hopefully you guys will chime back in next Tuesday for some more Mama T with Facts and T. And then on Thursday, I'll be back again with another true crime story. God bless and peace out.